Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. In Te Ao Māori, tanga resonate according to the events and the people with whom they are associated. My name is Pua Waikens. I am Senior Curator Māori at Te Papa. At the moment, I'm acting Head of Mātauranga Māori. My tribal affiliations are to the iwi of Tauranga Moana, Ngai Te Rangi, Ngāti Ranginui and Ngāti Pukinga. This object has a sense of mystery. It came from the sea, was crafted into something new. What you're looking at is a patuparawa, or a hand weapon made of whalebone. And it's become much more than that. As a descendant of Tauranga, as someone who has, who will always have the soul tie back to my ancestors, this is like a little window or a little cobweb that helps me connect to home and to the stories that I was brought up with. And this Patuparawa, it's got a lot of wear, it's got good patina on it, you can see it's been well handled. Because it's so beautiful, it's hard for me with 21st century eyes to see it as anything other than decorative and beautiful and, and mm. perhaps ceremonial. But mm. as you say, this is a weapon and this was, uh, this was used at close quarters. Patsuparawa, like I said, are weapons, but they are also emblems of chieftainship, of rangatiratanga. So they were normally carried by people who were of high rank. And this particular Patsuparawa was part of the array of weapons that were laid down after the Battle of Teranga in Tauranga Moana, 21st of June 1864. After the Māori triumph at Gate Pa was the Battle of Teranga, which we lost. The colonial forces overwhelmed us and overtook us. And it's a lot more complicated, but I see Teranga as a huge tragedy and great sadness for the tribes of Tauranga. At that point, we had to relinquish our autonomy and become an occupied region. (laughs) Yeah, become part of the growing power of the colonial government at that time. If we don't know exactly who used the Patu Parawa in battle, a paper label fixed to its surface in another century tells of a fleeting association with an English soldier, a collision of Māori and Pākehā worlds that echoes across time and space. See illustration by General Robley in London Illustrated News, 24th of September 1864. Horatio Gordon Robley fought at Gate Pa and Teranga. He was also sending sketches to the Illustrated London News, Victorian Britain's most widely read weekly newspaper, communicating a vision of the New Zealand wars to the seat of colonial power. But is everything as it seems? Since I started working as a curator, I've been trying to figure out the history of this particular patsu. If it is one of the weapons that is in the sketch that's referred to on the label, this Patuparawa becomes a witness to a very profound event in my whakapapa. 
Robley was in New Zealand for just 18 months, but in that time he formed deep links with the people he'd fought against. When they arrived in 1864, he, as the ensign bearer, led the, the troops up Queen Street to Albert Barracks. The very next day went into a bookshop in um, Shortland Street and purchased Manning's Old New Zealand and Shortland's Māori Dictionary. So straight away, that's what he was attentive towards. Tim Walker is an expert on Robley, who's been following his trail for four decades. He says that Robley's fascination with Māori never left him. More than 30 years after his stint in New Zealand, he was writing books about Tamoko and collecting artefacts across Europe, continuing to document the culture for posterity. I think the really interesting thing about that particular patu is that the day that he drew it kind of is the, the beginning of his close engagement with local Māori. So when I was growing up learning about Robley and my mother had a number of different sketches, copies of his works on the walls of our house when I was a kid and in particular of one of my ancestors, a man called Pene who was the engineer of the trenches at Gate Park. That ability to capture a moment with sketches showed Māori in a new light to the world and even to themselves. Robley's art made him a kind of messenger between worlds. And as he drew Māori in their environment, Robley's life became intertwined with theirs. Now, Robley, even though he was only in Tauranga for 18 months, he ended up having a child with a woman in Tauranga, a woman called Harete Mowal. Tim told me that Horatio Gordon loved New Zealand. I would say he would have. This is where he fathered his child. Who was Horatio Gordon Robley? He was my grandfather's father. Googie Tapsell is 84 years old now. She lives in Makatu. Did your mum ever know him? Did she ever meet him? He wanted to take her back to England for her education to be educated, but she didn't want to go. I know that much. I had always been told that he had abandoned the child that he had with Harete, that he never had any contact with them after he left New Zealand. Googie remembered that the story that she'd grown up with was really that the Robley name was shameful as part of the Papa. When in actual fact, Robley did try and maintain discreet contact with his child that he was trying to send back money to the family, but that it had to be very discreet because he was a son of, of a family that had some repute and that he had a child out of wedlock to a Native woman would have been considered you know, hugely scandalous. And how do they feel about it now? Well, Googie, um, as soon as I was able to give him a greater sense of who he was and what he'd really been interested in and, and her family, her, her children and grandchildren, carry that name with some pride now. When you're working with history and you're working with absolutes that you think are truth, like this label, you have to look beyond it and as a curator go, well, is this, was this label accurate? Was, what don't I know about this Patsiprawa? What are the things I can't be sure about? The narrative that's been ascribed to it, actually literally pasted onto it, is that the real truth of it? Or is it just an emblem that helps us remember history? like how I learned about Robley apparently abandoning his child forever and ever. So you have to dive beyond it and see if you can find the gaps in what the truths are. Robley also became a prominent collector of Mokomokai when he retired in England. His collection has recently been repatriated by Te Papa. 
But that's another story altogether. In Māori community life, weapons like this, taonga like these, were handed down through generations. So they themselves became almost mnemonic devices to help generations remember. So museums are just catching up to what Māori have always done. Ours was produced by me, Noel McCarthy, and John Daniel for Bird of Paradise Productions. For Te Papa in association with Radio New Zealand. Our EP was Tim Watkin, engineered by Andre Upston. Thanks to Victoria Kelly for our theme. You can listen to every episode on iTunes and Spotify or head to RNZ's podcast page to subscribe. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.